Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. It is Monday, August 24th. And uh, wow, end of August. It's amazing. I don't know about you, Mark, but this period, this pandemic period has really messed with time for me. So the days feel really long, but then you pick your head up and you say it's the end of August. I can't, I, I don't know. It's not computing. And yes, and as Mark points out, and not much has changed. It is the ultimate Groundhog's Day. That's what it feels like, truly. Uh, okay, let's see. If you've got a financial question, send me an email. It's askjill at jillonmoney.com. That's askjill at jillonmoney.com. Michael writes, I love your podcast. And recently I mentioned, he says, that investments are covered by SIPIC. Securities Investor Protection Corporation. So if you're with a larger brokerage house, this is not a concern. It's not that it's not a concern. If you're with any brokerage house, okay, that is, you know, registered, you have SIPIC protection, meaning you are covered against the failure of that firm. And the the only difference between a large and a small is that, you know, maybe the smaller robo could be more at risk of going out of business. But even that seems somewhat far-fetched. But that said, you're protected up to a half a million dollars, okay? Of the half a million dollars of securities, SIPC covers you for 250000 of cash and 250000 of securities. There are certain things that are excluded from that. Meanwhile, Mike says, I have our assets at Raymond James. My broker is planning to invest with a third-party investment advisor as part of the managed portfolio. These are the firms that I've never heard of. What happens if the smaller firms go belly up? Okay. So, Mike, here's the deal. If the account is with Raymond James, then it's with Raymond James. If you are now moving into a smaller custodian, then you should inquire as to whether the funds are protected by SIPC. I think that's a good question and one worth asking. But if the account is actually with Raymond James and the investment advisor is kind of funneling through Raymond James, then I would not worry too much. Okie doke. Paul writes, Thanks for the advice you give out on TV and in the newspaper. Your tax advice is spot on. Oh, how nice. I have done volunteer work with VITA through AARP for 20 years. VITA is the Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Program. Okay, it used to frustrate me. My friends would do their own taxes, then tell me they were going to mail it in. They thought that was best. They put themselves at the mercy of some clerk typist at the IRS. Oh, gosh. They could have made a mistake themselves, or it gives them another chance to have make a mistake from someone else transposing numbers. 
Wow. By the way, VITA is another way for people to get their taxes done for free. That's I love the VITA program. I just felt like in this year, I wasn't sure exactly what was happening um, with the filing and who was available, but you should check that out. VITA folks have to be trained, take a qualifying test of approved IRS questions and AARP qualifications. Many commercial tax preparers don't have to take a test and also only one preparer looks at their returns. Many commercial preparers, I guess he means that there are a lot of folks who, uh, you know, basically process stuff and then have an actual preparer look at the returns. Meanwhile, the Vita folks, they got two people doing it. Effectively, the second reviewer does that return a second time. So two sets of eyes and brains check the return. I know I have made mistakes and had the second reviewer find them and vice versa. No one is perfect. Again, thanks. And it might not make you popular to mention Vita with a lot of tax preparers, but it is a valid alternative. That's Paul in Florida. I love that Vita program. That's amazing. Good for you. Thank you for writing in. I really appreciate it. Uh, Okay. This is from Chris who writes, Jill and Mark, keep up the great work on the podcast. It's great learning from it. I had a question regarding my parents. My dad is 64. My mom is 59. Dad makes about $100,000. He's planning on retiring in the beginning of 2022. Mom makes about $25,000. She'll retire the following year. They have about a million and a half dollars in 401ks, IRAs, and 40000 set aside as their emergency reserve. They are planning on filing for Social Security upon their retirement dates. Their house is worth $310,000. they have got a mortgage balance of $134,000 at 4.25% interest. There's 24 years remaining. They also have a home equity line of credit of $18,000. They regularly set aside some savings into the retirement accounts, but they are throwing most of their free cash flow at the house liabilities. An extra $1,000 per month goes to the mortgage, $900 to the HELOC. You're always pretty adamant about putting more towards savings. So I'm wondering, should they be adding to their emergency reserve as retirement nears, or should they pay down debt? Thanks in advance. You and Mark are the best. P.S. I included a picture of his parents, Chihuahua, or her parents, Chihuahua, that is constantly winking because she is missing an eye. Oh, Mark, did you see this? So cute. I'm not even a huge Chihuahua fan. We got to have a section. You must you must start to, to build this out for me, Mark. You and the Mad Russian might have to come together again to build out the pet section of the Jill on Money website. Okay. Let's think about this. Okay, so mom and dad, they've got they've got a bunch of money, 40,000 in an emergency reserve. So here's what we don't know. I don't know exactly how much money they need to live on. It sounds like they're in pretty good shape. Um, what I think that they should be doing is tell them that before they retire, they should have a year of expenses in the bank. So if that $40,000 does not represent a full year of of their expenses, I would have them beef it up a little bit. And I would then have them, you know, it probably won't take them that long, but beef that up a little bit till they have that one year in there and then go ahead and attack the mortgage and the home equity line of credit. I hope that helps, Chris. Julio writes, hello, Jill and Mark. Thank you for your continued commitment to the podcast and your hard work. I listen to you daily before work or to the gym. To the gym. Interesting. 
to get my financial gains too. I found out I'm going to be a father for the first time. It's really exciting. I'm 30 years old, back to working full time. My question is regarding updating my W-4 form. When can we start adding the child as a claim dependent on the form? Well, let's see, when the baby's born. So, I mean, you can change your withholding anytime, but let's get a little more information. So Julio's partner is 24. She was currently unemployed, but just started working again this week. She's going to work for a few months. We're not married. We plan to file separately. I'll be head of household. At the rate of my employment, I'll make around $72,000 a year. Okay. Additionally, I've got a Charles Schwab account, should produce about $1,000 in income and an American Express high yield savings account. We've got our eight months emergency fund. I recently maxed out my Roth. That's great. And just opened my partner and IRA account. We rent. We've got no outstanding debt besides credit cards. We pay in full each month. Any help is much appreciated. Hey, Mark, when your boy was born, when did you shift any of your withholding? How did you do that? Right. So Mark very wisely reminds you that you are going to end up, only one of you can claim him or her, the child, as a dependent. So uh, maybe what you should do is probably when the baby is born, I don't know if that's going to happen this year or next year, the best idea would be that if you're going to be the head of household, I think you should take the deduction on the kid. I hope your partner doesn't freak out about that. It's just, it's just you know, leveraging who's making more money. So I think that's what you would do and do it you know, after the baby's born. I think that makes the most sense. Oh, and Mark says, and then set up a 529 plan. Well, maybe. We'll see. But I want to make sure they get all their retirement done. Uh, okay. This is from DC. Subject, dog and cat crazy. Hi, Jill. I love the show. Love your content. Love Silent Mark. Two things from your July 8th show. Is it nuts to think you'll be the next Jewish matchmaker? Definitely lots of potential. I do love that. If you do show pictures of callers' dogs, think about including the cats or other species as well. Oh, that's true. Your show has always been about inclusiveness and diversity. It would be a terrible thing to alienate other fur parents. I think you're right. I love that. In any case, this would be the one way for you to enjoy cats from afar in picture form only, no allergies. Okay. I don't expect this to be read on air. I'm throwing in my two cents. Thanks again to you and Mark. DC, I'm in. I'm in. Mark, you got to do this with the mad Russian. It's a good reason to reach out to him. Tell him that we want to put a tiny little section in furry children. Mark is a huge fan of the pit bull. He grew up with pit bulls, right? Since you don't have a dog yet, Mark, why don't you put a photo up of your family dog? What was that dog's name? Duchess? How weird is this? My mother's growing up dog was a boxer named Duchess. Evidently, poor Duchess, um, my mother's dog, suffered quite a bit from flatulence. So not the most not the most popular dog on the block. Okay, that is it for today. I mean, if you get a financial show and you're talking about flatulence, I think it's pretty awesome. If you have a financial question, please send us an email Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Subscribe to us, pass this along to your friends, and do check out our website, jillonmoney.com. You can sign up for our free weekly newsletter there. As always, wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, and please try to do something nice for somebody else today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.